What's up, aliens? It's Big Al. Welcome to another Dumb Sports Empire. And it's finally happened. Big Ben Roethlisberger has officially retired from the NFL as the longest tenured person to stay with one team. 18 years, Ben Roethlisberger was a Pittsburgh Steeler. Brady left. He he chose another team. Peyton left. Ben stayed 18 years with the same team. Longest to ever do it. Aaron Rodgers is right behind him at 17 years, but that situation, who knows what's going on. But thank you, Ben Roethlisberger. Thank you. 18 years. I started watching the Steelers, I think his rookie year when he um he took him to 15-1. and one. I kind of started watching. My family's from Pittsburgh, so they were like egging me on to be a Steelers fan. So I just kind of like decided I was going to be a Steelers fan. And then um, Tommy Maddox played the first game. And then the second game is when Ben came in. They were losing to the Ravens. They lost. And then Ben proceeded to win 14, 15 straight games. And they lost in the AFC Championship to the Patriots that year. And I was hooked ever since. I've been extremely lucky in all my fandom as a Steelers fan. I've never had my team have a quarterback search. There's never been competition. There's never been anything. It's been Ben Stoff for 18 years. 18 years. The last 18 years of my life, I've had the same quarterback. No controversy, no nothing. It's just been Ben. Two Super Bowls, six Pro Bowls. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. I hope you get everything out of retirement. I hope you get family time. I hope you get all this stuff. I know he's excited to spend time with his kids. His body wasn't doing He got some good congratulations today from around the league. He got Tom Brady. <clears throat> Tom Brady's was funny because he, he tweeted. He said, um, Big Ben defied every method of the TB12 diet, exercise, strength, not taking hits. Because Tom Brady's whole thing is like, he has this crazy diet, his crazy work. He's playing at 44. Like, dude's really good. And he gave the ultimate congratulations to Ben, who did it completely opposite. Took all the hits, put some ice on it, rubbed some dirt on it, didn't take care of his body maybe as much. And now Ben rides off into the sunset. The only thing that can ruin this is if Tom Brady retires. And Tom Brady is like strongly considering retiring. <laughs> I got to read this because Tom Brady has never... I mean, he's been around longer than Ben. And Tom Brady has never talked like this. And it's kind of scary because he's like all we've ever known in the league. If you're my age, 28, like Tom Brady has always been around. So Tom Brady, when considering retirement on his podcast, was talking about, you think you're going to live forever. We're not. We think we're going to play forever. We're not. That's kind of cryptic for a guy that eats avocado ice cream, has the diet and the body that he has, is playing at a high level at, at 44 years old. He goes on to say, it pains Giselle, his wife, Victoria's Secret model. It pains Giselle to see me get hit out there, and she deserves what she needs from me as a husband, and my kids deserve what they need from me as a dad. And then he says, the team doesn't deserve anything than my best, anything less than my best. And if I feel like I'm not committed to that or I can't play at a championship level, then you've got to give someone else a chance to play. When has, He's never talked like this. He's never, ever talked like this. It's always been um, on to next year, on to next year, on to the next big thing. Um, what's your favorite ring, Tom? The next one. <clears throat> Dude's got seven rings. He's never, ever spoken like this cryptically. And it looks like that could be coming to an end, too. 
as soon as Big Ben announces his retirement, <clears throat> all of a sudden, everyone thinks Tom Brady's going to retire. They lost to the Rams in a heartbreaker on Sunday. Um, this might be it for Tom Brady, too. He might overshadow Ben Roethlisberger's retirement with his own retirement because he is much better, obviously, with the seven rings and everything. He might overshadow Big Ben's retirement, which was a big day for NFL history. Imagine that's a lit Hall of Fame class right there. Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger, 2027. That'd be fantastic. I would want to go to that ceremony, that Hall of Fame championship weekend, or Hall of Fame um, induction weekend. <clears throat> and Aaron Rodgers might retire too. Aaron Rodgers' future is uncertain. Last year, he was like absolutely 100% wanting out of Green Bay. Comes back, plays, plays MVP level. Um, probably going to win MVP again. Back-to-back -back years. They lose their first game of the playoffs. But now all of a sudden he's coming out saying he's he's got a better relationship with the Packers. Yada, yada, yada. They're thinking he might retire too. Imagine the greatest Hall of Fame class. Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. I'm for it. I just don't want Big Ben's retirement to be overshadowed. This guy deserves all the love in the world. He was exciting to watch. He was the escape artist. He was a gunslinger. He was an amazing quarterback. He was awesome. And now for the first time, my team has to find a quarterback. I guess I that I've been blessed with such incredible consistency. Like Bill Cowher was our coach for so long. And then Mike Tomlin's been our coach the last 15 years. Never had a quarterback search. Mike Tomlin, I mean, aside from the year Ben got hurt and the few games he's missed, like few and far between, Mike Tomlin's never had another quarterback besides Ben Roethlisberger. It's always been his guy. He's gone into the same training camp every year for 15 years with Ben Roethlisberger as his starting quarterback. Which is insane. He's lucky to have that level of consistency. Um, good for him. Good for us as fans. It's like that one, uh, was it the Green Day song? The time of your life. I'll start playing the time of my life and just start crying. But I watched a lot of Ben highlights today. A lot, a lot of highlights. They were all over Twitter. It was fantastic. I was just watching Ben highlights. Almost cried. Didn't cry. I saw this coming, but like I didn't expect it. Like When you see something really coming, you can brace yourself for it. I don't know what to expect, but this this was, uh, it was emotional. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for everything you did for Pittsburgh. Now Tom Brady can retire in a couple weeks, and it won't really overshadow Ben. We had a kind of a big non-game-related football week, though. So we had coaches getting hired. We had Aaron Rodgers stuff. We had Tom Brady. Antonio Brown's doing his thing. Um, but I want to talk about the Rams 49ers tickets. So Ticketmaster supposedly was um, the national NFC championship game on Sunday. The freaking 49ers are obviously trying to buy a bunch of tickets i mean they're san francisco's not that far from la you think it's probably like a six seven hour drive but it's like a 45 minute flight a lot of san fran fans live in southern california you know it's funny that people never really talk about this um southern california had like no loyalty to nfl teams and like i have friends that are bronco fans i have friends that are eagle fans i'm a steelers fan in southern california um Cowboys fans, Raiders fans, like Southern California has no NFL loyalty. 
And that was because we didn't have a team for a long time. We had the Chargers, but they blew. The Chargers got booed out of their own stadium several times, including when the Steelers came to town on Monday Night Football several years ago. But the the Chargers never really had a major fan base. There's fans I know of fans. Like I've, I have friends that are Charger fans, but it's nothing like... I know more Steeler fans in Southern California probably than I know Charger fans, which is insane. A lot of Niner fans, a lot of Cowboy fans, a lot of Raider fans. The Rams kind of changed it a little bit when they came back. There are a lot of people that are Rams fans, and then when they came back to LA, they kind of got more into the Rams. And now that they're good, there's kind of like emerging slowly. But a lot of 49er fans in Southern California, they could easily take this game over. Ticketmaster was trying, I think the Rams were trying to do it to where they um they used your location if you were from Northern California. They weren't going to sell you the tickets. They're literally trying to ban 49ers fans from going to games, which is understandable. You don't want Matt Stafford being um, booed as he runs out of the tunnel, or you don't want him having to put his hands over his ears when he's trying to get a play call, or the Rams jumping, uh, false starting on on you know, third and ten or whatever because the the crowd noise is so bad. You want the home field advantage. You earned a home field NFC Championship game, and. The Rams are legit trying to prevent 49ers fans from going. But like I said, there's no loyalty in Southern California. The Rams starting to have more loyalty. It's getting a little bit better. Um, Sean Payton stepped away from the, the Saints out of nowhere. I mean, let's talk about the, the Saints situation. He had Drew Brees for many years. He was the second most tenured coach. He had more years than Tomlin with the Saints. He had one more year with um, with the Saints than Tomlin had with the Steelers. And then Bill Belichick, obviously the most tenured coach in the league. But Sean Payton steps away, really saying his, not, his heart's not really into it right now, yada, yada, yada. Um, the Saints is a, a big contributing factor to why they've been successful. Obviously, their coach has a lot to do with it. They've got a great defense. They had Drew Brees for a while. They had a great offense for a long time with Drew Brees. Um, they recently got a really great defense. Cam Jordan, um, Malcolm Jenkins. Oh, who am I thinking of? Damn. Demario Davis, the linebacker. They've had a really good defense. Marshawn Lattimore, the corner. Who? That's what I was thinking of. Um, they have enjoyed that for the past few years, but then Drew Brees retires. Last year, you have to go Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. Now you're in that situation where you don't really have a quarterback going forward. Jameis towards ACL, Taysom's kind of not panning out, and they paid him a dickload of money for no reason. Um, now you look at this Saints situation going forward. They're $71 million over the cap. The cap's going up. The cap's going to be like $205 million this year. The Saints really are $71 million over the cap. That is nuts. They're going to have to cut so many players, restructure so many contracts, just to get under the cap. They're going to have to bring in rookies, start paying veteran minimums. $71 million over the cap. Right before the, the deadline to get under cap last year, or the year before, the Rams were like 31 over, and I was like, the Rams are so fucked. There's no way they're going to get under cap. $31 million is a ton of money. There's no way they can do it. They do it somehow, obviously, because the salary cap doesn't exist, but the Saints are $71 million over cap without a franchise quarterback. The quarterback's obviously going to get all the money. So who they're paying their defense. They're paying offensive linemen. They're paying Alvin Kamara. No quarterback. $71 million over the cap. As Sean Payton, I would look, th look at that and 
I would do the same thing. I would say, fuck that. No cap space. No starting quarterback. No franchise quarterback. Like, what are we doing here? I would literally look at that and get frustrated. I wonder if the Michael Thomas thing had him frustrated too. Because Michael Thomas, um, obviously their star receiver, um, he had a foot injury last year. And then as the season was coming up this year, he kind of, um, probably like three, four weeks before the season, he had a foot surgery from the injury from last year. Like, what were you doing in like the eight month off season where you couldn't get the the foot surgery and do the freaking, um, get the rehab done, get everything done and be ready for football season. So Sean Payton was pissed at Michael Thomas because he didn't really disclose anything like that. And then all of a sudden, two weeks before the season starts, he's got a a 10 week foot um, injury. He's got to get back from. It's like, what were you doing in the off season where you were not taking care of this? So I wonder if that contributed to Sean Payton leaving stepping away. I wonder if, Obviously, the cap situation, that blows. They didn't make the playoffs this year. Um, man. Sean Payton didn't, didn't really see him stepping away yet. But with the Saints situation right now, I can really see why he did. I would not want to be a part of that. Another coaching vacancy. It wasn't Black Monday. He stepped away. But we had some coaching hires. The Bears got um, Matt Eberflus, the... Um, DC from Indianapolis. And it was funny as like uh, Iberflus, he had a good defense. Col- Colts had a great defense. They did a good job putting stars on that defense with um, DeForest Buckner, Darius Leonard, Kenny Moore's emerged as a, as a great corner. Um, so they, they put a good defense together. Iberflus called a good defense. And then I saw a tweet today that said <laughs> Matt Iberflus is the only freaking DC that can give up, or lose by double digits to the worst team in the league and then get a head coaching gig right after. <laughs> and I was like, it's so true. This dude literally got destroyed by the Jaguars in week 18 and missed out on the playoffs because of it. And then he's rewarded with the head coaching job with the Chicago Bears, which is a, a traditional franchise, traditional defense. I mean, good for you. Good for you. And then who else got to coach the... um? The Broncos got Nathaniel Hackett, the OC from Green Bay. So now everyone's saying Aaron Rodgers is going to go to Denver. I honestly don't see Aaron Rodgers leaving anymore. Obviously, all season, I wanted him on the Steelers next year. With Ben gone, get like three seasons out of Aaron Rodgers, probably get a Super Bowl. Um, Life would have been good. Our defense is young. It's great. Um, This was like the window to go in and get a Super Bowl. Ben couldn't do it, obviously. Um thrown for 150 yards a game our receivers couldn't do it but bringing in Aaron Rodgers would be such a game changer I honestly don't see him leaving now the way he's talking it's either like he plays in Green Bay again or he retires I do not see him in Denver even though his OC went to Denver don't see it at all definitely don't see it I think that's all that happened I'm sure there's more I'm sure I missed something but more head coaching Hires going to happen very soon. Coaches or uh, GMs and owners want to get coaches in there right away um, just to get start getting consistency, start working for the draft, start working on your next players, start working on your putting your coaching staff together. So the sooner the better. So we saw two already today. Um, I think Iberflus is going to get Rich Passaccia on his – I saw a tweet. I don't know how true it was, but Rich Passaccia, the interim coach for the Raiders that took him to the playoffs – going to be the special teams coach for the Bears, which is good for him, but you know, it kind of 
that's the writing on the wall that he's not going to be the head coach of the Raiders. And I, I th- maybe it was a fake tweet, but the Raiders had signed jo- Josh McDaniels. I didn't see anything else about it from like a verified source. So I, maybe they're pursuing him hard. Maybe they're close to signing him, but keep an eye out on that. And then who else got hired? Ibrufus. Oh, that was it. Just the two. So now we've got Jacksonville. They're probably close to hiring Byron Leftwich, the Buccaneers OC. Kind of cool that he goes back to the team to coach the team that he played for. Byron Leftwich, of course, took the Jaguars, won some playoff games. Um, back when they were like just beginning as a franchise. He played backup for the Steelers for a little bit for Ben Roethlisberger, so that was kind of cool. But Byron Leftwich, probably going to get the Jacksonville job. Um, I don't know what else is out there. Dan Quinn was supposedly going to get the Bears job, but then Eberflus came in last minute. So the rumor is, speaking of Cowboys and Dan Quinn, the rumor is Jerry Jones went hard after Sean Payton a few years ago. When they were looking for a coach, after Jason Garrett, I believe, he went hard after Sean Payton. But he wasn't available, obviously. He was under contract with the Saints. But now that Payton's available and McCarthy can't win a playoff game, they're talking about possibly firing McCarthy maybe after next year. Maybe in a couple weeks, who knows, and then going hard after Sean Payton again. They would have to know that they can get Sean Payton, though, if they're going to fire Mike McCarthy. Like, there's no way they fire Mike McCarthy, don't get Sean Payton, and then they're just sitting there with their thumbs up our ass. But, you know, who knows? It's the Cowboys, man. Fantastic stuff. All right, let's get to the two games for this weekend. Three more football games left, and the Pro Bowl. So three and a half, we'll call three and a half. Rams at Rams hosting 49ers. Immediately right off the bat, I think Rams. But then there's one stat that's going to draw me to the 49ers, and that's the fact that Kyle Shanahan has won six straight games against Sean McVay. Six times the 49ers have beaten the Rams. Now, everyone thinks the 49ers came out of nowhere, but they were in the Super Bowl two years ago. Last year, they got depleted by injuries. Jimmy Garoppolo was out a lot. Um, their defense, Nick Bosa, Torres, ACL. They were, they suffered on injuries. They for sure suffered. Now, no one really believed in them, but I believed in them. I drafted their defense in so many of my fantasy leagues because they were healthy again. Bosa back. Um, Fred Warner's one of the best linebackers. Eric Armstead's a freaking gigantic man. Their secondary kind of sucks, but their front seven's really good. I believed in that defense. And now... They're in the NFC Championship game. Just like they were two years ago when everyone was healthy. Jimmy G's healthy. Jimmy G's got to do enough to not completely fuck up the game. And the Niners are going to win again. Their defense hold the Rams like they held Aaron Rodgers in the snow. Now you got perfect conditions indoors in Los Angeles. I like the Niners. The Niners just beat them like three weeks ago in LA. The last game of the season. It was in overtime. They were down 17-0, and they came back and won 24-17. But I like the Niners. I think the Niners are going to pull an upset. Six seed goes to the Super Bowl. I'm here for it. And then we got the Chiefs and the Bengals. Everything about me wants... I mean, this is hard. I don't want to see Patrick Mahomes again. I don't want to see Patrick Mahomes in the... Well, I don't want to see the Chiefs in the third straight Super Bowl. I like mixing it up. That's why I'm kind of excited about the NFC. I mean, Brady's not going back to it. That's a change of pace. We don't have to see Brady in his freaking 12th Super Bowl. Is it 12? 11 or 12? 
And then I don't want the Bengals to win because they're rivals to the Steelers in the AFC North. And I don't want the... They were awesome this year. Don't get me wrong. They were awesome this year. But I'm not ready to accept that they're going to run the AFC North for the next 8 to 10 years with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, right? I want the Bengals to win because I I just want to change the pace. But realistically, you've got to take the Chiefs. Chiefs, 49ers, rematch of the Super Bowl from two years ago. Everyone's healthy. Jimmy G's thumb, who knows. But Chiefs, 49ers, rematch, Super Bowl, two years ago. Book it. That's exactly what's going to happen. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll be back on Sunday night to recap the games. Thanks for listening, as always. More football stuff coming. More coaches going to get hired. Start looking into basketball a little bit. Thanks, guys. Love always. Remember, Iowa sucks.